So wait, you got a you got a better ring light than that? I do, I do. It okay, is so massive. so for, so right now, uh, for those that are uh, kind of tuning into Energy Crew right now, first off, thank you for tuning in right now, and we're kind of carrying on a conversation. So I just set up. We're at the Petroleum Club this morning. Beautiful morning, Houston, Texas. Right now, I'm sitting with Celeste Schaefer, the the business development manager over at Neighbors uh, Industries. Yes. And um, so uh, so wait, so wait, what's wrong with that ring light? It's not big enough. Really? It is not big enough. It's not bright enough. If you if you could still see yourself in the camera, like it's it's not bright enough. So wait, so you so you go so talking about the the ring lights that you, that you're into because right now you're training. Right? Yeah, I am you're, training. You're I'm training. Good. You're in the yes. process of actually going back to to competing. The pro stage next the, year. The pro <laughs> stage next year, and so this I th I thought this was adequate. Okay, but I guess not. <laughs> I'll send you a link. It's uh it's on Amazon, but yeah, my my coach made me. Toss out my old ring light. Which was like that? Just exactly like that. Nothing wrong with it. But he was like, you need a better ring light. This thing is like, it looks like you're getting abducted. So it's wait, massive. Well, that sounds like a nightmare to carry around because I carry it, everything around the backpack oh no, like I'm a second grader. It folds grader. up like in a little suitcase. So you can still. Really? Yeah, it's a little, got your little suitcase, bring it up, but it's, it's giant. How big? It's huge. It's, it's like, it's big. Okay, send send it my way because obviously I didn't know any I didn't know I needed to up my ring light game, but I guess you do, I do. You do, you do. Yeah, well, I, I send like check in check ins like four a.m. So there's obviously no no light in the house or anything. Wait, 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 wait. So wait, so tell me this process. So yeah. wait, you got the ring light to because you're training right yeah, now. Yeah, training, right? and so he's in Canada, uh, Canadian coach. Okay, um, which I dig because all the supplements he recommends are like all natural and things like that. Um, but he's very, very good at what he does. Uh, he's got a lot of the top Olympians. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to give this one more go. Well, how did you find this person? Uh, he tried to poach me in 2019. I was working with another coach and I said, hey, you are very intense and I'm not ready for you. Okay. I was like, I'm doing this for fun. You know, I'm just traveling, going with my family, going to shows, low key training, you just hopping on stage, doing what I do for fun. Right. And uh, so I finally, I took a year off. And I was like, I'm going to come back to the stage, but I want the best of the best. Like, I'm going to do this right. Okay. I'm going to train with one of the best in the industry. So that's really important. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So yes. so I would assume, I would assume that when you're, when you're training, I mean, obviously the training we're talking about is bodybuilding. Oh, yeah. Bodybuilding. It's bodybuilding training. And I would assume bodybuilding training to me would be, would be discipline. When it comes to, for example, it's your birthday today. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday. And I feel bad. I mean, you're the one that brought me a, a pretty badass uh, a neighbor's mug with a... With a, I'm gonna show people here with a, with a with a Derek on it, which is pretty badass. So <laughs> Thank you. The, I would assume that I would assume that it would be a lot of uh, um, uh, discipline oh, would be the very. toughest part. Yes. Um, when it comes, for example, as we said, it's your birthday. Uh, no cakes, no nothing like that, or anything like that. So I would assume that'd be the tough. But uh, I guess a coach is actually a really important part of the process. Oh, very much. Yeah. He uh, so basically he has the the eye for what you need to do. It's posing, it's hair, it's makeup, it's tan. It's not only your physique, but the way you present yourself. Okay. So owning the stage, owning the room, um, everything from start to finish. So it's a total complete process. And so um, up until this point, I've really been doing a lot myself, like, a, you know, make my own routine up, make my own posing up, pick out my suit, right. do you, my you own go, You go makeup. online, you yeah. see what works for them. I'm going to try to emulate that. Yeah, yeah I'll, okay. I'll try to do my thing. And I did well. I got to the pro stage. I mean, great genetics. I mean, that helps. Um, but yeah, the discipline. But yeah, just having a coach that can put it all together. Okay. I was like, okay, I'm going to give this kind of one more go, uh, see how it goes, and just you know, kind of call it a year after that um, 
or maybe even hang up my heels after that because it's very, very intense. No, it sounds very intense. Yeah. It's very, it's kind of a grind. So you have to check it in is. at 4 a.m. every day. Four, not every day. No, no, no. Once a week. So what? So what is Once that? A week. Is that yeah. like a live, a live, like a like a Zoom yeah. call? You have to put uh, the ring light. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, I'll send like a recording. Because uh, I mean. He's not up at 4 a.m. Well, no, he is up at 4 a.m. I don't know. But, I don't yeah. know. Y'all, y'all fitness uh, junkies are usually. Oh, we're weird. Y'all have some we're weird, so weird times. Yeah, I know. we do. Yeah. No, shit. <laughs> so, yeah, no, I'll send him a video around 4 a.m. with my routine and and my weight and um, really a, a giant checklist of the things that I've been doing over the last week. Okay. So, um, of course, like my, my weight, did I stick to my diet 100% if I uh, substituted some things? When did I do that? What did I do? Um, did I do all my cardio? How many calories did I burn for my cardio? Did I do all my weight so training? So do you have so when it comes to like the diet? Obviously, yeah. the diet is what do they say? Abs are made in the kitchen. They are right. So yeah. when it comes to the diet and all that stuff, do you uh, do you track that with like an app or do you track that yeah. writing down? Um, it's a specific meal plan. So six meals a day, and they're all broken down into um, you know protein, carbs, fats. But mine's very, very specific. It's like 90 grams of chicken, 100 grams of asparagus, 100 grams of sweet potato. So you're all so about I, the food scale. We, yeah, that thing. Is do, you, my do, you have, life. do you have a travel one with you? No, I just bring mine or I, I pre make everything. So, how do you do that? Okay. So, so, I mean, going yeah. about this, I mean, you're, you're trying to be healthy right now. We're, we're in the oil and gas industry, yeah. right? You know, people oh. love eating. People love, we love overconsumption. Okay. Like, I love it. I, everyone I know loves we it. Do. Okay. We so, do. how do you, so you're going to dinner with customers, you, yeah. you're, you're doing lunch with the customers. I mean, how do you navigate through those situations? So, this will be, this will be interesting. I'm at the point in my training where I probably have to bring my own food. Uh, you're one of those people. Yeah, I'm one of those. I'll put it out of your purse. I'll pull it out of my purse. I'll get a side salad. I'll dump it on the side salad. Okay. Just call it, call it good. Order some coffee and water and, and that's it. But, uh, I don't know if you noticed like with the uh, crew club, um, I'd order, you You can plug crew club. Yeah, I I plugged it in. I did it. Um, we're not done. We're not done plugging crew club. No, we're not done yet. So (laughs) I would order like dry chicken and, you know, just plain vegetables and, Obviously, I don't know if you saw, I didn't drink anything. I saw that. Yeah. The lady kept trying to if, fill up my wine. I know, and I was like. And look, if, if your trainer, if your coach is listening, <laughs> I can vouch for that. There was no, she did not consume any alcohol that night. <laughs> and nothing. And she just kept putting it in the glass. And I was like, no, 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 I'm good. Thank you. That means it's good service. So it is really good service. <laughs> but no, it was, a, it was a lot of fun. But yeah, no, no alcohol, obviously. Um, and everything's very, very specific. So. That's, um, and so how long, so you said it takes a year about to, to prep for something like this, right? Oh, no, I've been doing this since 2012. No, 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 no. but I'm talking but, about when you're prepping for a show. Oh, it really depends. Um, you can do a 16-week a program. You can do a six-month program. It really depends on your body. What's, like, your, what's your program right now? My, it's not really, it's a preference. It's a life. I'd say. It's I a call lifestyle, it, if you will. It's lifestyle. not a diet, it's, it's a, a live it. It's a hashtag. <laughs> um I like to do what I call slowed and throwed. So uh, just a really slow process. I'm not looking to lose three, four pounds a week. Right. I'm, I'm looking at like one, one and a half. So more sustainable. Something a little more sustainable. It's nicer on the body. Um, it's it's a little more, it's more maintainable. Because there, I, I remember talking to someone, uh, there was some, another another woman I was talking to that uh, was training for this. And uh, she did it. I think it was, I don't know if it was so aggressive or she just kind of went after it so much. It, it kind of messed up her body a little bit, whether it's yeah. the hormones, whether it's um, the, her organs and stuff like that. It is a it is a crash of the body if you do it in an aggressive manner. It, it, it Yeah, or it's for too long. Uh, so I did I did that before. I did too long. I dieted okay. for over, over a year. I was in a deficit. 
and I didn't really come out of it. I'd have like cheat meals every now and then, but I never really came out of a deficit. Right. And I mean, I was like, oh, I'm in trouble. So, <laughs> so you got to kind of so reacclimate your body to mm-hmm. what it's like to be a normal human being. I, I did. I did. I had to reacclimate everything. I did go see like a hormone specialist and things like that because I'm, I'm a natty gal. So I like to do everything just right. you know the, the right way or as much as I can. Um, so it's sustainable. But yeah, no, I had to go and almost reset everything from adrenals to hormones to everything. Is that like a lot of blood work and all uh, that? Yeah, stuff? it's a lot of blood work. And that's got to be tough for you, too, because I noticed that, you know, you and your boyfriend, Bo, are, yeah. are constantly yeah. on the road. You're constantly on motorcycles and you're going to like these dive bars, you know, off like Route 66 or whatever that looks like. It and was actually in Marfa. Okay, Marfa. It was yeah. the least bougiest place in Marfa. Okay, so, but you're but you're going to these like dive bars and all that stuff. Yeah. I mean, so how, how are you navigating through, through these road trips? Oh, my gosh. Well, that just tried to make the best choices possible um that was kind of like my last hoorah before i started my my diet with my new coach okay. but yeah well, we went in there and he's like hey babe i got you these like street tacos i'm like oh my gosh that's that sounds good i can probably have street tacos no they're quesadillas oh sounds so good yeah loads of cheese and i was like i am not. and you have that you have that power to say no thanks i'm yeah good. i'm like oh, i'd God. rather stick with the diet soda and water like i'll get some carrots at the grocery store i don't care i wish <laughs> i wish i had that, that 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 control you know what i mean it's like yeah I, i'm gonna be good today but you someone can't. puts you know quesadilla tacos in front of my face i'm gonna wolf them down but like, oh, i'm gonna do better the next yeah. meal you get used to it you really do so it's your birthday today so happy yes. birthday Thank so anything you. planned no, no. We actually, uh, I did a little, had a little party on a Sunday. Had a friend. A little Sunday fun day? Yeah, it was, okay. it was really a Sunday fun day. Um, you know, I had cake that I couldn't eat, um, but it was really cool because my dad drove in from Louisiana. Okay. Uh, so it was a little bit of a, a surprise. I was like, oh my gosh, these people love me so much. I wasn't going to do anything. Are you big on birthdays? No, I'm, I'm not, not either. I'm not. Monica's huge on birthdays. Yeah. She loves oh, birthdays. Awesome. Like birthdays are a thing, yeah. but there's other stuff that she doesn't care about. Mm. You know what I mean? Like anniversary, she's not too... She's not, a, you know, but Are you sure. Well, no, no, listen, I know she cares about anniversaries as I care about the anniversary, but birthdays to her are huge. To me, it's not a big deal. You know what I mean? So some people are like that. Oh, my God. I'm big on Christmas. OK, so you're big, I'm is, big. is your tree up? Yes. OK, that's not bad. It's we're, we're actually recording this one November <laughs> 16th. 16th and your tree is up. Yeah. So Monica just put the Christmas stuff up. I have to go get the tree in the attic and haul that thing down. And hopefully I don't kill myself. I have three trees. Okay, that's aggressive. <laughs> it's gonna get even worse. <laughs> I think we have two, and she wants to put both up in the, like the living room. I'm like every bathroom has a tree. Bathroom and the bedroom. Yeah. So look, I dig. Look, I, if Christmas lights could stay up throughout the year, that's what I'm all about. Like I love Christmas lights. 100%. Like like I love Christmas lights. I think it's a little bit of laziness. I don't like taking them down and putting up the Christmas stuff. But I, I just like the vibe it sets. Yeah, it's very right. cozy. It's I love it. I love it. Yeah. Oh, same, same. I think after after the last, what, couple of years, I think this year is really a lot of people are going to go all out. I have a feeling they're going so, all out. So uh, we're actually going to Galveston for Thanksgiving. Ooh. Yeah, we're, uh, it's going to be, you know, Monica, we have Evelyn this year for Thanksgiving. Nice. We're going to Galveston for Thanksgiving. That's kind of, it's kind of one of those things. We're going to start our own little kind of, you know, memories and all that stuff, mm-hmm. our own little thing. But also I've realized that when it comes to holidays, it's so stressful. It is. Like, you know, you watch Hallmark, you watch all these movies, everything's like, oh, it's so nice. So families, friend, everything makes holidays stressful. You got to make this party. You have to go over here. Yeah. You have to, you have oh, to include yeah. these people. Oh, we went to these people last year. We have to go to these people this year. Yes. It's a lot. So we're just trying to remove ourselves from the situation. Just get the hell out. Just like, all right, we're doing our own little bubble. That's awesome. I think that's going to be really, that's going to be really special. But yeah, I mean, imagine the stress of family and the holidays, but not only that, but work too. 
just doing everything that you can do before everyone takes the week off for Thanksgiving, like this week. It's absolutely nuts. But what's weird about this year in the oil field versus, you know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to include last year because I hate when people talk about last year, like because of COVID. It's like, yeah, I know why (laughs) nothing happened last year, but, but it seems like previously in the oil field, like usually around like mid October, beginning of November, things shut down. People are kind of on vacation mode. They're on holiday mode. Um, You kind of feel like uh, people are kind of checked out. Yeah. That's kind of what you're feeling. I'm not feeling that this year. What do you, what do you, what kind of vibes are you getting? Not at all. No, it is, it is ramping up. I'm getting multiple meetings a day, multiple phone calls a day. I mean, Hey, can I get a rig for December? And I say, no, bless your heart. No, I wish. <laughs> yeah, I wish, I wish. Um, but no, um, and as far as the rest of the year, most of our rigs are turned up. Um, we have maybe some coming out the following year, the end of the first quarter, um, or even before that, um, if they're ready, but it's really, there's a lot of players coming into the game and it's like, they're just, they just might've missed it. But it's, but it's, it, there is a certain sense of activity, whether all the rigs are tied up, whether yeah. it is not. I mean, there's still people kind of that are requesting meetings that want to get kind oh, of start absolutely. talking about it. And that before this, historically that never happened. November, December, people are just kind of, they were checked out. Well, this is my first year in, in sales as well through the holidays. We're going so, we're gonna, to we're gonna get into that. Yeah. We're going to get into that. So, so this is new for me. I'm like, this is like another day. Um, but I, I have heard in, in the past, it's been a little bit slower around this time. Um, but yeah, no, I'm just every day is like a mini stroke or heart attack. I'm like, what's going to happen? Like, what do I need to do? Um, how many meetings can I get in the day? Like, how can I get this contract done? When can I go in for negotiations and so you can, you, visits? So you came on the previous podcast. Yeah. And this is, you actually came on, I think, the first week that you started your new role. Can you give us kind of, uh, uh, for those that didn't uh, listen to, I don't know who didn't listen to that because. Everyone. That was his number one oil and gas <laughs> podcast out there. Uh, but here's the deal. Kind of give us the elevator kind of summary uh, for those that uh, that didn't listen to it, kind of where you're at. And and, uh, and I want to start kind of, I guess, that week that we first had. The, and it was, I think it was April. It was. April it was of 2021. This we had, year. Of mm-hmm. this year, we had you on my previous podcast when you first started the business development role. So give us kind of a, a doesn't have to be an elevator summer. Just give us give us a quick yeah. spiel. Then I want to talk about your new role. Oh my goodness, yeah. Uh, so it was it was right before I joined the business development role. So I was it was like my first day, even maybe, and I'd really taken the day off to go. To, I remember you know, that. Yeah, to go like be the, on, I think to it was your second day or something. Yeah, it was like, like my first yeah. or second day, and they were like, "Celestia, you're going to be in the office." I was like, "Nope, I'm going on a podcast." So, what, so tell so, me about before. Tell me about for, yeah. your time before that. You oh, grew yeah. up in Louisiana. Uh, I, well, I did some some work in Louisiana. Louisiana. Um, I've been kind of all over the place, but um, as far as with neighbors, I was in an operations role. Okay. Um, so it was an engineering operations. Uh, I was the uh, ops supervisor for the lower forty eight for um, the NDS products okay or, like our technologies our services that's right um so i managed some, some product lines and um, hold on a second i, I really gotta i gotta pause this music sorry about sorry about that we're back and i had to turn off you're okay i had to turn off the uh turn off the 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 frank sinatra because we're recording this at the bio bangal bar right now in the petroleum club so okay so previous role previous roles yes uh so engineering um operations uh, it was always on the engineering or analytical side so because you're a petroleum engineer petroleum engineer UT. yes okay uh, ut petroleum engineer i've been in the industry for um, a little over 10 years okay uh this is my first uh six months in the business development uh position so it's a it was an entirely new very very new ball game at this point okay. i've never i didn't know how much a rig costs before i came in here i've never seen a contract in my life you know, you didn't so, have to worry about it. So yeah, I didn't have to worry about it. I was in support. I was in operations. 
I was more worried about, um, you know, anything related to analytics or processes or, you know, just supporting uh, the team okay. at Neighbors. So okay. that's what I did previously. And this position opened up and they were like, Celeste, do you want to do it? And I said, yeah, like I sure like this sounds now, what great. Brought, what brought you to that? Was it something yeah. new? It was new. Um, I didn't really know entirely what I wanted to to follow in terms of my career path. Um, I think I, I wanted to try everything. Okay. That's kind of, okay. that's my goal. I was like, you know what? I want to do some business development. I really need to learn about business in general. That is not my background. What do you and mean business in general? Kind of like the uh, financial side financial, of things, uh, profit loss, mm -hmm. PL, if you will. Exactly. I didn't even know, I had to Google that. Okay. I had no idea. Well, I, did, no, I, well, I just learned it. That's why no I just dropped clue. it. Yeah, you yeah. dropped that bomb. <laughs> so, but no, I had no idea. And uh, I think uh, with, with my personality type, anything that's a, a challenge, I'm like, I want to go, I want to go do that. I want to okay. go learn that. Like that's a weak spot. I don't want it to be a weak spot anymore. Uh, so yeah, I'm going to do it. And it, it really scared me. It truly did. Cause I was like, oh, like, I don't know about these salespeople. So, okay. So <laughs> let, let's get into that. Let's, what were your perceptions of, I guess, the business development sale? Cause business oh, development gosh. sales, uh, I think that all kind of falls in the same thing. Cause you, what you're doing, you're, you're, you're getting out there, you're trying to meet new people, establish relationships, establish that trust and uh, potentially have some transaction from that. Right. Absolutely. So what were your perceptions of sales slash BD in the oil and gas industry before you started your role? And then we're going to get into kind okay. of the reality after it. To be blunt be about blunt. it. Yeah. Be blunt about Look, it. It's I, just you and me here. I really, and a lot of other people. But uh, I, I really thought they were more of a nuisance okay. to anything operations. I'm like, you did what? Go you on. sold what? Why? You can't do that. Like, that's not, that's going to be a lot of, like, heartache. Like, sure. Okay, fine. Um, I, I thought it was going to be a lot of golf and lunches and just like a lot of socializing, which there is a substantial amount of that. But yeah, but going into understanding someone's goals and someone's reasons for doing things and their their background and what they have planned for their company, like that has been extremely eye opening. So my my circle went from like the cube. Yep. Not a circle, but you know, the cube. The cube circle. In, in, in the cube circle in the, the cube office. Bubble. The cube bubble. And not not having a lot of interface with customers in this sense uh, to really expanding and understanding like a, just so much more of the drilling program and what it takes for one of my customers to complete a well. Like how how insignificant I might have been in my previous role. <laughs> no, I don't think <laughs> it's you It's a small, small part. Just a small, small part. I just, I didn't get a lot of visibility. Right. And so now I'm at the forefront. I'm at the face of it. And they're telling me, hey, Celeste, this is our program. This is what we can do. Um, uh, these are our constraints. Like, what can you do for us? I'm like, oh, wow, this is great. So how's it been on the forefront? I mean, uh, you, obviously, you know, you came into the, the biz development role April. Uh, the oil field was still kind of in the shitter. It um, was. It was, it was mm -hmm. a tough industry for a lot of people. It still is kind of tough for a lot of people. Oh, um, yeah. It's very optimistic lately. Um you know, obviously the activity's not where where it was and all that, but you started in April, and now we're looking at I don't know six months later. Yes, is it six uh, months? About six months. About, yeah, about six months later. Six months later. Yeah, it has been. Uh, so back in April, I I don't think I could give a rig away if I wanted to. Okay. I tried. I tried my best. You know, I did. You know, maybe a couple training classes, and they were like, "All right, get out of here." Was Let's that go. frustrating? I mean, you, you, because you get to a role, you're there yeah. to do something, and, and you're not able to do it. 
outside of your power, it was, it was the, it was the uh, industry. Industry. Um, no, I wasn't frustrated at all because I really, uh, I really had very low expectations. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do the best that I can do okay. every single day. I'm just going to go in, meet these people, see what they want, see what I can do. And I did, I did okay. Actually, by the time like July ran around, I, I had sold from start to finish like my first rig. How was that? How was like, that feeling? Uh, it was like very confusing and exciting and a lot of, a lot more paperwork than I thought. <laughs> it's kind of like, I got this yeah. kind of like, it's kind of like, you know, people watch like being a cop, you know what I mean? Next thing yeah. you know, cops all paperwork. Yeah. You know? It's, yeah, like, it's like, like high speed me, car chase. Let me go back to my desk. Yeah. I got some paperwork. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But there's a lot of that, but, um, but yeah, that was, that was probably my first like, Hey, nice to meet you. And here's your rig. So from, from initial meet and greet to mobilization, it was like, I think it was like two weeks. Like, cause we, we had, a, yeah. we had rigs available and we could get them out relatively quickly. So from start to finish, it was a very, very quick process. Um, now where we're looking at towards the end of the year, we have much longer lead times just because of inventory right. and, you know, everyone's terming up. There's not, yeah. uh, you know, a lot of assets available at this time. So it's a little bit of a, a different story, but yeah, I'm going through like a full cycle of the market in, in six months. That's, that's exciting. With no background. So, so once you got that, once you got that first sale, once you got that first yeah. deal made, close mm -hmm. or whatever you want to call it and all that stuff, I guess, uh, did you find the uh, going out and I guess, uh, redoing that, uh, I guess, process or finding the next deal and all that stuff, did that come kind of, uh, easier to you or kind of become more natural? It, it did in a way, um, but also not because everyone is so different. Their, their needs are different for every customer. Some customers are like, I need this now. Right. For various reasons going on in their background, they need to drill yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Um, versus some other ones that are maybe a little more flexible or there's some things that are in motion that aren't concrete yet um, that they'll tell me about. And so I'll kind of keep that in the back of my mind. So everyone's different. It's just like having a conversation with different people. Every conversation is going to be a little bit different. So, but you're, you're, you're kind of uh, pointing on something that's, that's interesting too, that not a lot of people talk about right now, you know, before we started recording this, we talked about, um, uh, you know, uh, you know, talking and, and we talked about this, the, the, the benefits of listening. Yes. And, uh, you know, you get in this business development role, you're expecting it's golfing, it's dinners, it's chumming it up and all that stuff. But there's a lot more to that. And you've, I've, I've heard you say, I'm kind of repeating what you said. It's you listen to the needs of the, yes. of the customers. Absolutely. And so when did you kind of, it went from, you know, entertaining and all this stuff, relationship building to kind of identifying the needs and to kind of f fixing the needs or, you know, fulfilling that. So right. when did you kind of, uh, is that something that kind of grew naturally to you or is that from mentorship or where did you kind of get this concept of listening? Probably both. I've always been, when I go into a meeting, I've never I've never been the the louder one in the room. I usually I usually listen. Okay. And people will tell you exactly what they need if you listen. You just let them just talk. Sit there and shut your mouth. Right. So, you know, of course, like engage in conversation and maybe um, you know provoke certain things here and there. But um, but really, truly, listening is is probably one of my biggest assets I had coming into this role. And that's that's how I've been in my entire career, okay. really. It's so just, it's really it's really is not a learned thing. No. It's more of a kind of who you are. That's definitely who I am. I'm like, okay, let me just see what you have to say. And so we went we mentioned the book before uh, previously, Never Split the Difference. And I, I was asking you because I, I think there's a lot of power in silence. There's yes. a lot of power in um, the uncomfortable silence because that per no one likes uncomfortable silence. Obviously, if you listen to this podcast, if there's a silence, I'm, I'm always – 
talking. You yeah. know, what I, mean? I just don't. Yeah. People just don't like uncomfortable silence. So uh, there, there, this book identified. You know, there, you can do a lot with silence. Oh, yeah. I, I haven't read that book. So you haven't read the book, but we, no. just, we, we, but we, yeah, we discuss it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, actually, it's a pretty good book. I mean, I it's, it's, it doesn't it doesn't pertain just to business or anything like that. It kind of spills into personal life too. Oh, it does absolutely. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, I've learned I've learned so much about about myself and other people and. It is. It's been it's been really exciting. It's probably my favorite job so far. Really? In oil and gas. By far. What makes like, it what makes it your favorite job so it's far? Every day it's something new. It's it's having a conversation, a different conversation with somebody. And you're just I'm in my head, like my little wheels are turning and I'm like, okay, how can I make how can I make this work for them? Or how can how can I make this project su- successful for for neighbors and my customer? Um, so, you know, I just I just want everything to, to work out. I want to figure out how to do that. Do you find it, I guess, uh, how are you finding how to do that? Is it just kind of each time you go in or is it, is it mentorship? Is it training? Is it, is it watching a movie? You're like, oh, that's a good tactic to use. I mean, <laughs> how, what, what, what do you, what's in your kind of toolbox that you're using to, uh, I guess, do your job the best possible way possible? Oh, absolutely. Uh, just the support team. I would say the, the mentorship and yep. the support team. There's there's a few people that I do work with that I know I can pick up the phone and call okay. and say, hey, how would you approach this? Or what have we done in the past? Like, how can I learn from from maybe things that they've done? Because, I mean, there's some guys on the sales team that have 15, 20 years of experience. I don't have that. Right. I don't know what a full market cycle looks like on the front end. Like, I truly don't. So what I can do is talk to somebody else about it. I'll learn from that. Of course, take everything they say with maybe a grain of salt. I was going to say, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of an exciting time too, yeah. because I mean, it's, 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 yes. I mean, we're coming out this, this, this dumpster fire we're in. Right. And, um, it seems like a lot of things have reset. Yes. You know, there's a lot of people that have left the industry. There's a lot of new players in the industry. There's players that you didn't think would be doing things before that are now one of the biggest players in the field right now. Oh so there's gosh, a lot, yes. there's a huge shift right now. So I think taking things with a grain of salt is important, but at the same time, it's 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 also cool because you can kind of write your own playbook. Yes. Oh, and, and I am. I've had some. I've pro- I've learned so so much. I mean, I've probably made some st- stupid errors that. That's I'm human. Like, yeah, I'm like, well, I probably shouldn't have done that that way. What but. are some of the things that that you have found that have, I guess, kind of worked? Whether it's kind of get in front of a customer, or whether it's kind of uh, uh, getting a customer to talk a little bit, kind yeah. of about their needs. What, what what stuff have you, I guess. Uh, practice that you've found that that has paid off um i have found that a lot of people are reciprocal in information so you know of course me being a friend and um, i'm always honest in everything i do uh just because i yeah have the memory of a goldfish and i can't lie if i wanted to so (laughs) no i'm kind of the same way it's like you said this did i well shit that must have happened yeah exactly exactly so i mean if i'm upfront and honest and of course if i have any information to share they're more than willing to reciprocate that. And then the conversation just kind of goes, goes on from there. Um, but also, you know, treating, treating everyone regardless of where they are in their career has been super beneficial as well. I mean, I've met some people, um, oh, I forgot where it was like maybe an AAD meeting or IADC meeting. They didn't have a current position yeah. in the industry. And then a couple months later, they're the drilling manager somewhere. And they'll remember that, like I uh, just echoing that. I, 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 to me, what what aggravates me about the sales yeah. process, and obviously I've been I've been in sales for we're always in sales, but you know what I mean for like yeah. eleven years, whatever you want to call it. It's always funny if it's like, uh, hey, come over here. We have this person, this person, this person. People say, ah, eh, that's not my account. I'm not going to go. Yeah, 
Or it's like, ah, they don't have a job right now. I'm not going to invite them to lunch yeah. or something like that. Why it's would like, you do that? This is when you, whenever you include people, look, you're right. It's treating people the right way. Yes. You know what I mean? Whenever you include people, whether they can do something for you or not, that's very transparent, you know? And uh, if you actually genuinely care about someone and you include them on, whether it's events or whether it's calling them up, saying, how you doing? Yeah. Text them, sending them a meme. I don't give a shit what it is. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That matters. It does. You know? I mean, there's, there's a lot of people that, yeah, that don't have work and they remember, oh, this person's calling me now because it was announced that we're picking up a rig. Right. Exactly. No, treating, um, you know, pretty much everyone with the same level of respect. Um, of course, you know, kindness and just being... Uh, really transparent with whatever your intentions are. Uh, just, you know, have some good conversation and get to know people and, and you never check up on them. And you but, never know where one conversation, one relationship is going to go. A hundred percent. No, I've had a, cause I have a, some of my accounts are in Oklahoma. Okay. Which, you know, I try to get up there every now and then, but that's really not a big, big market for us. But, uh, you know, I, I went up there and I spent a week up there and I met people at a bar that are like in the oil field and they're like, Hey, how can I, how can I help you? Like, I'm going to hook you up with this person, this person, this person. And that's just being out talking to and people. And that was just being out and just being nice and talking to people. How is Oklahoma, by the way? Oklahoma is, is picking up. It's Well, no, no, no. This is why. Because I've never been to Oklahoma. Okay. I, I've, I've crossed the line and, and turned around and, and come back. I've never, uh, but I'm planning to start expanding to Oklahoma. Okay. And, I, and I've heard yeah. great things about it. It's good. It's a very, I think it's a very uh, a niche culture okay. there. Um, it's like you definitely have to kind of get in and do a little networking, know some people, um, which I've been very fortunate to have that happen. Okay. Uh, but once you're in, I mean, you're, you're like a, brother like you're in i heard it's a really cool city too oklahoma city it is yeah there's like that Bricktown area yeah. which is which is cool it last time i went there it was during the week it was really quiet and i was like where the frick are all the people so, it was like a weird quiet it was a weird quiet yeah it's a little bit of a quieter city it's a big city but it's not as populated as like houston yeah so their their traffic is not like our traffic I don't think anything but, beats our traffic. But yeah, I did go to, um, I think it was like an AAD meeting up there. It was like one of the first ones since 2020. And okay. it was like, there was no seats left. Everyone was there. Everyone was there. It was absolutely packed. It was a great turnout. Good. Um, which is which is really nice to see. Because I haven't really been to Oklahoma either before okay. that. Maybe okay. maybe for some projects in a, a past role um, on the rig side. But yeah, Oklahoma is a... Different cat. For well, sure. I mean, everyone I know up there is great people. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? I just, I just, there, there hasn't been a reason for me to go up there before. Now, yeah. now there is, you know, oh, which yeah. I'm excited about. Yeah. Have you done any recon? Like, I've done some recon. I've, con okay. I've contacted a couple people. Okay. I've contacted a couple people. A couple, uh, so what I do, what I'll, I'll contact, it's kind of like a seesaw. I'll contact, yeah. you know, you know, my, my service business providers and I'll also contact my customers and kind of, you know, test the market, test the need. Like, hey, look, Absolutely. what if, what if we bring this up here? Do you think that's needed? It's been pretty well received. Yeah. Oh my goodness. So that's kind of what I'm doing for those uh, different cities. That's going to be fun. That's going to be really exciting. I think I might just join be. you in Oklahoma. I might just go, I'll, I'll drag some people with me. If, if you're a crew club member, you got the invite. That I am. And that, <laughs> so that's, uh, that's the cool part. It'll be different chapters and you can always bounce around yeah. between the other ones. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's and that's, that's going to be crucial to, to business and, you know, networking, like you said. So it's going to be, the, that's the name of the game. It's going to be so, great. So we're here now. So let me, uh, there's one thing that I'm kind of that I've always hear about. I'm not sure how much you can speak to this or not, but I, I'm sure it's probably on your radar a little bit. The the scarcity of like casing right now, for example, or the scarcity of all this stuff. I mean, you have these. It's it's to me that's scarier than labor shortage. Okay, mm, yeah. um, labor shortage. I feel that that's something that you can do mm -hmm. to attract to solve that problem to fill that void. Yeah. Um, 
whether that's money, training, or the, the industry's image, or whatever, whatever that is. Yes. To me, equipment shortage is the scariest part. Oh yeah. Because whether because you're dealing with this right now, because there might be some operators or some customers that want to pick up a rig. Yes. They want to drill, and they may not be allocated the the equipment because their program isn't you know ten rigs spread mm-hmm. out over two years. You know right. they want to do three or four wells. And that's not good. They're not going to be allocated that stuff. So how are you managing that? I mean, do, are you saying, hey, look, if we sign this, do you have the, I mean, how does that work? Um, for, for a new customer, per se? I, sure. So, I, I mean, I'm in, I'm in business development. So, of course, like a lot of my customers aren't aren't the globals. They're right. not very, very big. Um, but, you know, just a couple months ago, I've worked with a few customers to drill one or two wells. Right. Or even one well. Yeah. You know, that's that's fine. Yeah. Um, you know, if we have the assets and it's going to work for the program, it's going to be supported by operations 100%, yeah. like, we'll find a way to make it work. Okay. Um, you know, of course, like, you know, we do our, do our credit checks and all this stuff. And, you know, make sure we have all of our ducks in a row financially for this customer. But, but yeah, we'll, we'll support that. And that's a big part of what, what I do. Um, now, right now, I would say most of our assets are going to be tied up in longer term yeah. contracts. So, Maybe not the one to two wells. It's going to be a little more difficult because we just don't, we're not going to have the inventory for that. Um, you know, maybe further into next year we will. Um, but yeah, that's a big part of, of my job is not, I don't, I don't really look, every, everyone's kind of the same to me as far as my customers. I'm like, hey, if you have money, you want to drill, like I'll present this to my team and see if it's a, a viable project that yeah. we want to do. Like I treat everybody the same. I'm going to look into it and do my best uh, and see if it works out. Business development side, when you're working with smaller, you know, independents, all stuff, medium-sized independents, I always find them so much, not so much more fun because I got a lot it's of fun. frustration. No, no, it's fun. It is fun. It's fun. It's, it's, <laughs> it seems like you're dealing with the decision makers. Just, it seems yeah. more personable. They want to get to know you more versus, yes. well, uh, have you submitted this? This art, I need to look at your yes. data. I need to look at this. I look at, it seems like it's much more kind of the uh, the, the human interaction side yeah, of the it, business. Yeah, exactly. There's only like four people in the company and yeah. you, you go out to lunch with the CEO. And you know everyone. Yeah, and you just know everyone. So yeah, doing doing business is a lot quicker. It's a lot faster. Um, there's less um, there's less hurdles to really go around. There's no like procurement team. Yeah. And, you know things like that, which is you know it, that's its own. It's fun, its own monster. That's its to own deal monster. With. It's its yeah. own fun game. I like both equally because uh, I do deal with maybe some midsize. Okay. Um, independence, uh, which is a lot of fun too. Uh, so it's a lot of learning, but but yeah, no, there's there's no there's not a lot of discrimination on our part. I mean, it'd be, of course, like. I'm going to help everyone as much as I can. And then even not my boss isn't listening, but you know, even in, in the past, like if I couldn't get them what they needed and I knew someone else had it. I, well, like, you don't have to say it. I don't know, say it. I don't know. say it. I'll I tell you what like, I did. I'll tell you what I did. My previous one. How about this? I'll say what I said. <laughs> okay, okay. 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 <laughs> if I, if we couldn't get the service, a location or do something like that, a location, yeah. or we were tied up or whatever, whatever. I would always refer them to a trustworthy yes. competitor because at the end of the day, you're solving their problem yes. and they want to use you, but you're helping them out. So they don't have to make four other phone calls, five other phone calls. And that'll go so far. Whether you do that or not, yes. I agree with that logic of helping your customers out. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And then, you know, it turns out you know, they'll come back and, and call you. I know. Exactly. Hey, do, do you have this? And I'll be like, matter of fact, I do. Great. Because there's that trust there. Yeah. Hey, you, you got me out of a bind before. I wanted mm-hmm. to use you, but I couldn't. Uh, thanks for that. So here, I want to use you now. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. And the industry is so small. small. So small. And I'm seeing that now. I didn't really see that before. Really? When I was in support in engineering and operations. How, I, you, how I, are you seeing it as smaller now? Are you just by talking oh, to people? Just talking to people. And everybody freaking knows everybody. Know. And I'm, I'm a new kid. 
Like I'm definitely the new kid. And you've been in the industry for over 10 years. And you're the new yeah, kid. yeah. And I'm, I'm the new kid now after 10 years. I'm like, wow, this is amazing. Like I'm, I had no idea. Should you, do you feel like you should have networked a little bit more during your previous roles? I, I had always intended to, and I, I tried every now and then, but I just, I couldn't, I could not get away. Yeah. Like now I, I have, I don't want to say I have the time to do that, but I have more of the permission and the encouragement. Expectation. The expectation yeah. even to go and do that. Like my team and my management team, they, they expect me to go out and be a part of the industry now versus before it was like, why aren't you in the office? Like you, you have to be stuck to your computer or, you know, whatever team you're That's working with. That's such an internally. old school mentality. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's support in operations and engineering. You, you have to, or yeah. else you're literally not going to get done what you need to get done versus here. Um, you know, my, my hours might be a little more flexible. I might work longer, longer yeah. much longer hours. I didn't expect that. I thought everybody went home and took a nap at like three. Two. No, no. I thought I really you might did. You nap at three, but you got to meet people at four. Yeah, exactly. And you might, you might take a nap at three, but then you're out till 10, 10 o'clock at I night. Yep, yeah. Yep. And I'm like, oh my goodness. So yeah, that's, that's been a different kind of stress. Do you, you feel know? like you found your stride though in business development? I think I have. I have. You feel, you're, you feel comfortable in it? I, I feel a lot more comfortable. Okay. Um, a, a lot more sure of myself, the more that I'm learning. And it's still a learning process. There's still a lot I don't it know. It seems like to, to me like that selling rigs first off is exciting. You yeah. know, that I, I want when I started in the oil field, that's what I wanted. I want to sell offshore uh, rigs at Noble. You know what I mean? I wanted yes. to be in the, the marketing, the sales and marketing group at Noble drilling. And uh, to me, that's exciting. To me, yeah. that's fun. You're dealing with budgets. You're dealing with big numbers. You're dealing with day rates. You're dealing yes. with clauses and all that stuff. That seems like... Yeah, it's, it's cool talking about, but it seems like it's such a monster to to kind of you know wrap your wrap your arms around, right? It seems like it's a there's a lot lot to it and all that stuff. So I guess when did when do you feel comfortable? I guess when you're when you're discussing, I guess that side of the business development. I would actually okay, let's talk business. A lot more comfortable now after six months. I okay. would say a couple months ago, I had no idea. I was like just looking things up, talking to people. I'm like, Hey, how, how do I approach this? How do I do this? Right. And now that I've, I've really been given what I like to call like the, the outline of my sandbox yeah. and what I can play in. I'm a lot more comfortable with that. I'm like, where are my hard lines? You like, know, the boundaries, you I know, know you have to yes, work with. I know the people in finance now. I know the operations team, you know, those, those kind of guys supporting various districts and what they need as well. So really the, and it came down to communication like before, before I go sell a rig to a client, I'm going to make sure like, Hey, can we, can we support this? Okay. You know, when is this coming out? What is it going to take to, to get this, this rig up and ready? Um, and what sort of program do I need to be looking at for this asset? So there's a lot of, uh, a lot there's, of there's a lot of homework before you go. To there's a lot, a lot of homework. Yeah. Cause I don't go, I don't go out willy nilly and just throw things at people. Well, I mean, some, I mean, some <laughs> sales, I, I, I used to do that. You know what I mean? Like it's, no, I if think, I can get a hook somewhere, I'll get a hook. Uh, and, and it might be because of my operational background. I want to make sure that we can support this a hundred percent. Okay. That makes sense. Before I go in and talk to a customer. Okay. So I, I do my homework on, on the back end before I go into a meeting and just start, start selling them things. Are you seeing any kind of cool trends in the in the in the rig market? Kind of that that's that's relatively new. What I'm asking is like, for example, in our industry, someone comes in here, let's get another pot of coffee. So are you seeing? So right now, obviously, technology is huge. Yeah, technology. It, it's kind of interesting. Um, you know, just through conversations with people, I'm finding that look the uh, the the traditional services that that our industry is known for. Uh, you know, wireline. 
whether it's frack tanks, whether it's you know, surface rentals, whatever it is, right? Yeah. It seems like the, the conversation shifting towards the technology side right now. It has. It has. In fact, we just uh, there was just a meeting here. I think it was last week. Someone presented on the, the R800 series rig. So with the, Get into that a the, bit. the, the full automation uh, with the iRacker and those capabilities. Now, that's that's one extreme. That's more like, um, I don't know how to say it, maybe more of a, a prototype yeah, no, no, for no. Any, any future work. It's not like we're going to do that to our entire fleet. So um, this is an automated rig. Yes. Uh, so that's that's um, not, not quite with my customer, but it's it was actually pretty cool. I think the intention was to try it out okay. on certain whole sections. And they went on to complete, I think, three, maybe going on four wells now, if I'm not mistaken. Really? But yeah, I mean, it's, it's going. It's not, it's a um, super single, so it's not exactly the, the fastest in the fleet but i think as far as the technology removing people from the rig floor or repositioning them to do different jobs and support different things let's talk about that a little bit yeah, yeah because yeah. okay okay let's talk about that all right <laughs> chill let me get to the question so so uh obviously when it when it comes to you know the automated and all that stuff you know oh you're putting people out of work you're being you know you're doing this you're doing that and all that stuff uh, speak to that a little bit, if if you will, right. because you're right. It isn't put. It's it's repositioning people to other yes. to to fill other roles to support that. So you want to talk? About no, that that's a bit? that's absolutely the the intention. I mean, I, even I know I know when I post something on that rig on my LinkedIn, I get a lot of hate comments. I can yeah yeah. yeah. So let's let's like, talk about this. You're taking people's jobs. Yeah. I'm like. And how do why do you say you're not taking people's jobs? Well, I mean, it's a, it's not like you're. It, it's it's almost like uh, the automated directional piece. It's like you're not you're not kicking your directional driller to a homeless shelter. Like you're putting him in the Houston office yeah. where he can work from there and be close to his family and just have like maybe a different lifestyle. Lifestyle, yeah. It's like it's his choice whether he wants to take that or not. And plus, there's also other uh, whether it's uh, you know maintenance, whether it's uh, yeah. Oh, uh, there's know, programming. Always, always something to do. It's and it's leveling people up. It's giving them like maybe a different career path or a different approach. It's also transferable skills too. It is absolutely, absolutely. So I, I try not to reply to those those comments directly. You I might, can. I, yeah, I might send them a message if if someone's really passionate about it. I'm like, hey, I can see that you're really passionate about this, but this is this is our intention. This is where this is going. You know, hopefully they can see the bigger picture because, you know, we don't have like I mean, this is like, old, you know, the old school operators for like your telephone calls. Yeah. Yeah. You know, those don't exist anymore. I know. Like I'll bet back then you were taking our jobs. Like, ah, I'm taking our jobs. Yeah, exactly. Take our jobs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it's growing the industry. It's going forward, you know, in a certain uh, skill set or technology path. For something and like i said this is more of like a, a prototype uh let's see if it works yeah like, it's not coming out q2 q, yeah. q1 yeah. it's not taking it's, over every it's rig not the iphone 13 right whatever i don't know why you're pointing at me but okay <laughs> i feel like you might have it might yeah exactly might. exactly i don't think i do but i might i got a screen cracked on my iphone i think 10, that's all so. i think you have to have that so yeah so it's not taking other people's it's not taking it's not taking jobs yes it's taking this job, this job for this specific ring, but right. also there's also this all this these jobs behind the scene that is that is exactly. Created. There's so much more support. There's a lot of support, uh, which is incredible. But yeah, everything that that's one segment I think of our fleet and our rig and and where we're going with um, certain developments in the company. But we also have like our standard among our tier one super spec fleet now. Like it's not just the rig. We do have automation components that we are including as the standard, and these aren't just we're not just throwing this out there. This is like, there's data to support, hey, we've upgraded this fleet. We have these things running on it and they're doing significantly better 
It's not just performance too, but it's also it's, safety. It's safety. Yeah. Safety, performance, everything. And so that's where we're driving our fleet and, and our industry, hopefully. And so you're seeing kind of more of the, are you seeing more of a like technology focused uh, center conversations uh, occur when you're talking to, when you're speaking rigs? Yeah, it, it comes in part with the rig. And I actually just had a conversation with a customer before our meeting here. He said, hey, you know, tell me more about this rig. Like, what, what do I need to do? What's what's on it, really? And I was like, well, hey, this one's being upgraded. Um, we're supporting these technologies on this rig. And this is really our standard. Yeah. Um, what we're considering as uh, something that's going to be very, very valuable to you in your program. And it's been proven. Um, he's like, okay, great. Send me some stuff. Like so as long as you're able to communicate about the you, technology. And you have to. And you have to. And that, that's a big thing. Um, like, you know, from our, our previous conversation, like being upfront about those things. Like, I'm not trying to surprise anybody. Like, no. hey, by the way, you have to take this. Yeah. No, it's like, this is what we have. I'm going to put it on a platter in front of you. Here you go. Let's talk about it. So what do you see kind of the, the, the one thing that's kind of eating your time most when it comes to kind of a BD? That's that you wish you, contracts, contracts, nonstop, yeah. nonstop. Well, there's one thing. So I've, I've never seen a contract before this, like aside okay. from aside from like buying a home. Okay. You know, uh, so I mean, even I, that you kind of trust the realtor. Yeah, you bit. trust yeah. your you trust your realtor, and that's kind of I guess maybe I'm more of like a rig realtor. Okay. Um, so yeah, I like that. Fun. I like that too. Yeah. I think air traffic control and rig realtor mixed together. I think that okay. So that's business development. In that's a actually a great way to frame it. <laughs> no, uh, but yeah, contract. So I saw my first IADC contract, which I thought was like, whoa, like what is this? Like what is like, and the IDC contract is pretty much a standard contract standard. That, that, that people have when they're picking up a drilling rig. Yes, okay. that's standard. But then other companies will have uh, their own right. versions. And that's something that has been new to me even just last month. I was like, what is this? Like, wh how do I find things? Like, what are they trying to say? Like, You're it, used to it looking this way. Next thing yeah. you know, it's it's their own and custom. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So I've been sitting in the contracts. Um manager's office a lot like i really owe those guys lunch i truly truly do uh because they have helped me a lot because there's a lot of legal stuff when it comes there, to it there is and like i'm terrified of like doing something that's detrimental to the company yeah like i really don't like this is not my money like I no I'd, I'd be very nervous about that too it's uh, like look i'm not an attorney like i'm not a lawyer I'm, I'm, just, I'm not i'm not but i mean they're there for that they're there so i can go in their office and be like guys i got a dumb question all my questions are dumb questions. <laughs> there are no stupid questions. That's what they tell me. Yeah, except for I've, I've asked a couple of stupid questions. I was here at the uh, Distinguished Speakers thing uh, yesterday uh, with Jim Crane, uh, the owner of the yes! Astros. Yes, The 23rd uh, World uh, uh, Petroleum Congress person was there. And I'm sitting next to Sally uh, Sergeant, the COO. Yeah. She's like, hey, look, you got to ask this question. How do people register? So I was like, all right, I'll, I'll ask this question. This room full of like 95 people. How do people register? The guy, the the chairman, uh, he picked the, this is the the pamphlet up that's on everyone's desk in front of everyone's place, and he's like, "You see this in front of you? Yeah, yeah. Look at this." And I'm like, "Oh, thanks. I didn't." Wow. But I had to ask it. You wow. Know, ah, I don't care. Right. Get rid right. of, I'm, not, I'm not worried about it. Get, get yeah, the ego just, aside. Yeah, get the ego aside. Brush it off. It. Brush it off. Someone had to ask. No. So yeah, you gotta ask questions. No, absolutely. So yeah, I've been doing a lot of that, but that's taken up probably the majority of my time is going through that. With you know the either the customer directly or the customer plus their layers of contracts procurement and all that stuff. I feel like when it comes to certain uh, services such as mm -hmm. or whatever rigs, rigs is probably the you know there's certain people that have you know whether it's uh, historic uh, kind of 
negativity towards the company. Like, oh, I'll never pick up a neighbor's or Patterson or, you know, H&P rig. I'll never do this. I'll never yes. do that. How do you kind of deal with the uh, historic bias on a certain company rig based on previous shit that you weren't even in the room 20 years ago, but that person made their decision? How, how do you deal with that? Oh, gosh. Yeah. So I did. I did walk into some of that. Um, you know, apparently maybe the culture wasn't where it is today. Okay. I, I went into neighbors at a really good time. Like there, it's been nothing but sunshine and rainbows okay. for me. Like everybody. That's I, a good way to start. It, it really is. It really is. And I've never had that before. So I'm really, really grateful for that. But I did walk into maybe a little bit of bias or, um, some negativity towards either the company or someone at the company yep. or a situation that happened 12 years ago that they feel like they still hold on to, they still hold on to. And what I do is just, just try to show them, like, just be kind, treat them with respect, um, and, and show them the company and what it is now. And I did that with a particular customer and they're like, wow. Like, cause it seems like, cause it seems like, yeah. Rig contractors right yes. now, whether it's Patterson with his neighbors, whether it's HP and all that mm -hmm. stuff, y'all are not, you're, you're no longer rig con. It's, it's, everyone's kind of moving towards the technology in a rig. You know what the I mean? Technology. Like, it's really, and it's not, and yeah, it's not. So just they're the new companies. Kind of. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, you're, you're managing an account, like an entire account from everything drilling related, uh, which is, which is crazy. Um, but yeah, no, taking them in, like I'll do a tour of the facilities. Like I'll show them everyone that's working everywhere. Like, Hey, here's our 10th floor. Here's our remote center. Yep. These are, this is the management team. This is the engineering team. These are your optimization engineers and, and really just, just do like a, a open house, so to speak. Kind of like a reintroduction to, yes, to the company. Exactly. And I've gotten some really, really great feedback. They're like, wow, I was here five, six years ago. And this is, this is really stepped up. Like this See, is that's, that's the thing that there's, I mean, there's been so many acquisitions. Yes. You know what I mean? There's been so much, uh, so many different uh, companies have been wrapped up in all these drilling companies, whether it's directional, whether it's this, whether it's, you know, MWD, whatever, yeah. whatever oh, yeah. it is. Oh, yeah. Whatever it is. And it's, it's, these, it's these things where it's like, look, yes, I understand historic, you know, negative towards one company versus the other. But it seems like every single rig contractor is a completely new company with everything they're offering. Oh, yeah. And oh, also yeah. even the personnel, how they're run, the management, the this and that. It's like from five years ago to now, especially, you know, 18 months ago to now, it's, yeah. it seems like it's completely like a, a, a new world. It is. It is. I really, I feel same like, name, I feel like different it is. Companies. Yeah. A hundred percent. No, we do. We have um, multiple divisions within the same company, but it's really truly to the customers. It's one company. Right. So you, you represent neighbors and that's it. Like, so where do you, so let me ask you a question. Where do you go from here? So you've been in BD for six months now, right? Uh, you're digging it. You're enjoying it. I am. Um, I am. What yes. is, so uh, what's next? Uh, I was thinking about, you know, doing this for a couple of years and then going to maybe get my ass handed to me in supply chain, something like that. Really? That'll be totally new. Okay. Uh, you know, something like that. Um, I kind of, you know, I've been thinking about the career path. I'm like, okay, I did some engineering and ops management. Yeah. A little bit of business BD, development, yeah. maybe some supply chain and like, you know, what about supply chain kind of draws you over? Is it just something no new? Something, really? It's new and I really don't know what they do. I mean, I have an idea, but. To supply, to supply chain deal with, with, with customers or is that more uh, A little bit. There is there is some customer interface, um, okay. but I think it's a little more internal. But really understanding a, a business and how it's structured, how it's run, um, that's something that I found that I not only am I good at, yeah. but I enjoy it. I like internal networking. 
uh, knowing everyone's function and learning the different things and different components. Okay, so seeing how it's kind of ta- kind of dissecting it all. Yeah, from, you know, top, like taking apart a clock. Top floor to the bottom. Yeah, hundred percent. Okay. okay, all right, I dig that. So that's been that's kind of that's kind of my goal. That's where I'm I'm heading towards. Not really intentionally. It kind of worked out that way. I'll bet you got really? a couple more years in BD. But oh, for sure, for yeah. sure, I have to. I'm it's still, fun though. I'm still it's fun. People. You're still meeting out there. You're yeah. getting out there and meeting people, kind of get your name out there, and it's an exciting time to do it, that right now. It definitely is. It definitely is. The only thing I don't like about the what? business about fishing. Okay. Yeah. No. No fishing. Okay. I went. I went. Uh, my boyfriend took me one time, maybe two times, and uh, just to to get ready for this role. You know, he called it training. Yeah, okay. Because he likes that's he likes training. fishing. He's like, let's go, let's go get you ready. You're not, not a fisher. Gosh, no. No, that's no. fine. Look, they're, they're, I was miserable. There I was some, miserable on the boat. That's the thing, though. There's 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 some customers that love hunting. There's some customers that love fishing. There's some customers that love dinners. There's some customers that love golf. Yes. You know what I mean? You just got to find uh, kind of find the uh, people that kind of groove with you a little bit. It, it's, yeah, it's true. And I'm, I'm pretty generally open-minded, but except for this one thing, I was like, oh, I don't want to do that again. What is just boring? It was boring, but I was like, I was stuck on the boat. Yeah. You can't go anywhere. You're on this boat. You're waiting. You're literally just, waiting. Yeah, you're literally there. I mean, I love being outside. I love outdoors. Like, I have no problem going, you know, shooting, golfing, that sort of thing. But as long as I'm, I'm I've got an escape route somewhere. You know? Oh, you just don't kind of like, the, you don't like the isolation. Yeah, the isolation really? on the boat. I'm like, I mean, I love watching, like, I saw a couple of dolphins, which I know are not good, not good for fishing, but uh, I think they chase away the fish or something like that. But I was like, dolphins. They're like, Celeste, that's not good. But they're still but, there, guys. But I was like, this is great. There's dolphins. They're like, well, that's not good for fishing. I'm like, who cares about fishing? I'm not really uh, I'm not really the, the fisher either. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Surprisingly, I'm not the fisherman. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So I know. I had to tell one customer. I was like, look, I know you love fishing. I will I will pay for it. I know someone, someone that will take you. Someone can take you. I'll set it up. I'll be there in spirit. I'll send you a cooler. Like go, I am not getting on the boat. Or I'll go hang out at the the, 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 yeah. the Airbnb, whatever we exactly. got. Exactly. Yeah, I'll hang exactly. A hundred percent. I'd rather I'd rather do that anytime. But I was like, I found one thing that I did not like. <laughs> no, that's, that's trust me. I can echo that. As I can echo that. As well. Look, I'll go fishing if it's got. I'll have a good time doing it. And yeah. I, believe me, you're gonna have a good time too. But yeah. I can think of better things to do. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So wait. Okay. So we're coming up the holiday season. I love the holidays. Yes. Right. Holidays in the oil field are awesome. I haven't really experienced a whole lot yet. So, okay, let me ask you a question. You missed Finn for a feather because you had a meeting. That's I a valid, did. That's a valid excuse. It was It was valid. So what what events do you, do you have any events kind of lined up that, that you'll be attending and all that stuff that, that you're excited for? Oh, my gosh. Well, uh, I've got some, you know, QPRs lined up for customers towards the end of the year. Okay. But, but um, I am going to the, the crew club distillery. Yep, event. we have that coming that's, up. Uh, that's probably one of the major ones. But aside from that, I haven't really figured out the lay of the land for holidays. I okay. really truly don't know. So those out there listening right now in the, in the Houston market or that want to come to the Houston market, I'm going to drop some stuff right now for you All right, that you should probably attend. Okay, just because they're awesome events, they're uh, well attended. And I, there's a couple that the first time I'm going to. So number one coming up is the Fellowship uh, Christmas Lunch at the Petroleum Club. That is a great time. It's like from 11 to like one or two or something like that. That's nice. It's a boondoggle. This place gets packed. It's a great time. It's fun. A lot of old school uh, people here, but it's also, you kind of seen a mix of the younger crowd too. Is that before the World Petroleum Conference? Great question. I can answer that. So, you know, Energy Crew is a, a, a media partner. I saw that. Isn't that exciting? I, yeah. I don't know what I'm going to do. 
So pretty much I have to go there and do some live, uh, live. I don't know who I'm going to interview, who I'm going to talk to. Live action. Oh my gosh. I don't mind doing that though. I don't mind doing that though. I just do one for Spindletop uh, Charities on Friday um, where I just like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about. I just grab people and start bullshitting with them, which is fun though. So, yes. So that is December 1st. uh, The, the, not the world. The, so the fellowship lunch at the Trolling Club is December 1st. This is probably going to be released after that. But um, the World Petroleum Congress is December 5th through 9th. Okay. Okay. And that's going to be epic. Are you are you on to that? I think I'm going to get like the day pass or okay. something. Okay. Get the yeah. day pass. Get yeah. a discount using an energy group. But, uh, there we go. There's that. And then there's um, actually December 3rd is the uh, Social Octane uh, oil, uh, oil and Gatsby party. What is that? Social Octane, I think, with OGGN are putting together this uh, this this party, this, this Astorian, Astorian, A S T R. Anyway, it's this big event that's going to be that black tie. They're bringing back the Old and Gatsby thing. You know, Social Octane, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So they're going to put on this thing. So that's going to be a great time. I thought, are they in Houston? I thought they were out of Midland. They are. I think Social. I think they just moved to uh, Houston. Okay. I think they just moved to Houston. They started in Denver. But they kind of they kind of travel around putting together stuff. Oh, yeah. So that's fun. gonna be a good time. Then the fifth through ninth is the World Petroleum Congress. I think yes. that's gonna be that's gonna be sick. That's gonna be really cool. And what's crazy about it? Not that people have heard of it. I haven't heard of it. I heard about it at a uh, the luncheon that was here for um, where neighbors presented. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I mean, I didn't yeah. hear. I didn't. Hear, but apparently, it's a huge deal. Yeah. It's the first time in the states in thirty years. There's you know nineteen different diplomats. So there's OPEC plus come. There's, it's gonna be a huge like CEOs of. Majors and all that stuff. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be a boondoggle. That is awesome. It's gonna be a great time. First time I've heard boondoggle before, but it's gonna I always be, use boondoggle. Like, you know, the crew club events are boondoggles. All right, that's uh, what I call professional boondoggles. But um, if there's that, then there's um coming up. Also, there's um a the casino night. Well, that's sold out, right? It's coming back. Yeah, it got sold out quick. It did. I didn't even know about it, and then it was sold out. Isn't that frustrating? It's I kind of little- I kind of feel like every year it's always like tickets are on sale. To a certain group, and then it's like sold out. Like, yeah. sorry, next year. I'm like, yeah, I open it to the masses. Oh, even sure. though it's always slam packed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I did see that. I, have you I been saw, before? No, I've never been. You've been to casino night? I've never been. Oh, man. No, like, look, they, didn't, they didn't let me out of my cube. Well, now you're at, I now you I'm have not, to be I'm out, of, your out cube. of the cube. I'm out of the cube. I'm going. But so uh, I've got another word for you. You, you said, what is it, boondoggle? Boondoggle. I heard one. Uh, I, have younger, I have younger sisters. Okay. So they're in college. Uh, it's called, it's bussin'. Bussin? Bussin. Like, this coffee is bussin. <laughs> it means it's really good. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Bussin? Yeah. Bussin. Like, drive to bus. I thought of this uh, this coffee slaps. That, no, that's old. That's out. That's out? That's out. <sighs> it's bussin. You know what? I think it's okay. It's bussin. Bussin? Yeah. Okay. That's it. <laughs> this, this, this podcast is bussin. <laughs> yes! See? 100%. Okay. That's that works. it. That's it. So, this is one of the benefits of having younger siblings. I always try to stay, you know, I think it's always funny, like, you know, people my age, I'm 41, right? And it's always, I think it's so funny how people, like, they understand technology, but they won't use technology. You know, it's like, oh, I don't use that Insta book. I'm like, first off, you know, it's Instagram, okay? Yeah. And the fact you're saying that you have kids, I'm, I need to know this stuff to communicate with Evelyn when she's a certain yeah. age. I need to know if she's Absolutely. like, oh my God, this party was busting. I didn't yeah. know what that means. Yes, 100%. So I yeah. try is to stay good. Is it bad? I try to stay hip with all this shit. Yeah, you have to. I you, know. You have to. But yeah, no, I just went to visit um, one of them. She's at Notre Dame. Okay. And I went to oh, that's right. a yeah. Notre Dame game, which is incredibly fun. Beautiful but I was campus, like, I heard. Gorgeous, gorgeous campus. But I, I felt so, so old. I was like, oh my gosh. Did I look like that when I was that age? I was like, I don't I know. I feel like they look a lot younger. Skin is so smooth. I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> I, I remember it was like, I remember when I first got into sales, I went to... 
when was it? It was like 2013 or something like that. I went to like an A&M game. And I graduated A&M in class of 02, graduated in 03. Nice. And I go and I walk in uh, to the corner bar. And it's like 10 p.m. Boom, kick the door open. It's like empty. I'm like, where is everyone? She's like, nobody goes out to like, mid- yeah. like no one goes out to like 12. And yes. I was like, at night? Oh my gosh, yeah. What the hell? And I was like, all right. So I showed her my idea. I was like 32 at the time, yeah. 31. She's like, yeah, you're old. I was like, oh I'm my not. goodness. Like, I guess wow. I am though. But yeah. like, no one goes out till midnight anymore. Like now, this day and age, I'm yeah. like, no, I, I'm in bed at like 830 at yes. night. Yes, 100%. That's how I roll. Well, unless we're unless you're yeah. working, unless, unless, we're unless working. you're working, yeah, you're unless you're working, an event, yeah. you're out till you know ten, maybe eleven, then you call it good. But okay. yeah, no, same thing. We they went out to to party at like eleven thirty at night. But that gives you two and a half hours of partying. That's not busting to me. That's that's sloppy planning. That's sloppy. That's yeah. sloppy planning. Plan your business. But, uh, like get there early. You I mean, they're, they're young though. They have that energy, and it just like it's all comes out at once. But no, they 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 ended up staying out to like. Four in the morning. Yeah, and then I'm they like, sleep till then they, can then sleep they till like, sleep till twelve. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I'm like I can't no. do that. No, no, no. I can't. If I sleep past like nine a.m., I feel guilty. Yeah. Like I don't know why. Even have nothing on, I feel guilty. Yeah. Oh no, I can't. I couldn't do that. So what else do you do in your <laughs> off time besides besides weigh food and besides uh, compare ring lights? What what else do you do? Kind of a uh, for I, I guess you're you know you're you're very busy with work right now. Oh, definitely. That that takes up probably the majority of the time, and it's been. It's been a little frustrating to figure out. Do you hey, do a lot of entertainment outside outside of work with with, with customers on stuff? I, I would say I do. Um, you know, I'll schedule some dinners. Um, you know, just inter you know with the company, um, whoever we're working with, and bring in certain you know operations members, things like that. Okay. But I do I do like to go out to the rig. Okay. Uh, join in on a spud meeting, do some catering, and you know go out to the field. I do love going out to the field. Um, so that's something that you seem to go out there a lot. I do. I do. I, I mean, at least I try to hit a couple rigs a quarter. What do you enjoy about it? I, I like the people out there. Yeah. I like the vibe. I like going and just you know, shooting the shit, uh-huh. you know, whatever. And then also if you sit on these meetings, you get a lot of really good information about the program, where it's going and, you know, where, where, you know, I could possibly fit in, uh, the conversations that I need to have. That's really good. And then, you know, hamburger goes a long way. I mean, that's the thing. Really though. You could be sitting up here, whether it's 35th floor, 42nd, 7th floor, whatever that yeah. is. And you're talking to the, the, the drone manager, the VP of drone. They might think something's like perfect and all that stuff. Right. However, you get to the rig. It turns out that it's not. It's 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 a shit idea. I mean, the guys aren't. There's no buy-in on the field level and all yeah, that stuff. And that's, there's a huge disconnect. There is. There is. Or even, even vice versa. Something's working out incredibly well. And then. Maybe here in Houston, their their issue is maybe with billing. I don't know. Whatever it is, something silly. Yeah. And it's like, well, okay, well, this is this is actually working really, really well. Things like that. So, so yeah. You so you get out to the rig. You're talking to people. You're you're getting those relationships going. Yes. Okay. Hundred percent. So that's what that's what I like to do. And I do have customers, you know, not only in Houston, but you know, over in, in Lafayette or, okay. or Oklahoma. So I do a little bit of traveling, but I, I do like to do majority of lunches, maybe maybe some early dinners. Sort of thing. I'm a huge early dinner yeah, person. Hundred percent on the early dinner. I, I haven't really gotten into the entertainment spectrum as far as hosting like shooting events or golf. And so I actually called the Memorial Golf Club what, okay. two weeks ago. And uh the Houston or no, this week, uh the Houston Open is going on or was going on. Yeah. And I talked to the girl on the front desk and I was like, listen, like I I don't know shit from Shinola on golf. I was like, how does this work? Like, do I just like go like Show up. Do you show up? Do you give me golf lessons? I don't know. 
things like that. So they're, they're really nice about walking me through, you know, what this process looks like, what I need to do, how do you reserve a tea time and, and going through and like hitting off of the range and so things like that. So I'm going to start getting into that. And it's something I haven't done before, but not very frequently yeah. enough to be confident and take a customer out. I know we had this conversation you know, about going out there, you know, on a weekday and just like hitting some golf balls. And I'm like, okay, I gotta, I gotta actually do this. If you have time for it, and which I think you, I think I need to make time for it for certain customers. I agree with that. I, th- I think it, even though there's something that seems so like, eh, I'll get to, it, I need to get to it or eh, it's not that important. Yeah. You do need to make time for certain, for certain things that might be beneficial. You do. Absolutely. Cause I mean, not only do you want to provide the, the value in terms of what your company can do, but the relationship is going to go so much further uh, doing things like that. And this might be a silly question or something like that, but I mean, you know, being, you know, being a woman in, yeah. in business development and all that stuff, I, I have several women, that, friends that are sales, yeah. uh, sales, women, sales people, whatever, whatever. Is that difficult kind of, um, are you faced with that, like more challenges kind of getting a uh, guy uh, uh, customers out, whether it's to like an early dinner, whether it's to yeah. lunch, whether it's something like that. I mean, is, is it, how do you navigate through something like that? Or A, is it, do you see that? Or and B, how do you navigate through no, that? No, that's fair because I know you call them what? Frustumers? Frustumers. Frustumers. Friends that are customers. Yeah. So as a female, they're probably not going to be like my best friend. Right. Be like, hey, man, let's go out to the bar, whatever y'all say. Um, that's exactly, how do you know that's how guys talk? That's exactly, that's all guys, hey, we'll go to the bar. Yeah, that's exactly how we talk. Go on. That was perfect. Thank you. Thank you. Um, but you know, probably not something like that. So, I mean, obviously I work with a lot of men. Yep. And I think it's really more of a, a comfort thing, um, especially for my significant other. You know, I'll, I'll bring him along to yep. events. I'll be like, hey, this is what I do. These are the people in the industry. They're good people. Um, group things are a must, you know, absolutely. Yeah, because I met him at the Energy Tech You did. That's you did. Right. He won the iPad. Oh really? Yeah, he hasn't put that stupid thing down since then. I'm just, I'm about to take it away. I'll tell you what, you know, you know what you need to do for him and what Monica and I need to do for Evelyn. We need to do screen time, like clock it out after two hours. Show me your screen time. Show me your screen time. Clock it out after two hours. Oh my gosh! But it better not be YouTube kids. Absolutely, absolutely. So yeah, you know, just really, and just being, you know, open upfront with you know everyone around you, um, being a genuine person. But yeah, group group events are always good. Um, I, I work with a great, great team, um, you know, and I, I never really go They're into listening. They, they are. They better be listening. <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll have them come with me like, hey, like I'm doing a lunch. Love to have you guys come. Let's make this a group thing. It's but also great. include including your significant other, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's also something else, too. It's like that's to me. I think that first off, that opens up another layer of of, of, of connection yes. because you are bringing your personal life to the table. Oh, absolutely. Literally. Yes. Or the bar, as those guys say, you're bringing you're bringing your the importance of having a, a strong significant other spouse, uh, boyfriend, yes. girlfriend, whatever that is, is so important. It really is. It really is. Actually, he was a I, I call him my wingman. OK, so okay. I brought him to a conference in uh, Galveston okay. for um, it was really one of the opening nights. And, I, and they were like, hey, you know, we're, we're having significant others um, come and join the event. Uh, it was for the uh, Solution Mining Research Institute. So salt salt mining. The SMR. I. I the SMR. Yeah, yes. that was that was interesting. So that was a very uh, another tight tight knit community. Um, but I, you know, he showed up and he was a great wingman. I was like, this is phenomenal. It's, it's important yeah. to have. I it, mean, it really think is. About it. If you brought a dud, you know, yeah. what I mean, if you brought someone that was confrontational, if you brought someone that you know, like, why are you talking to them so fast? Like, yeah. if, you have, if you brought someone that brought like their insecurities or whatever to the table or like kind of like, you know, just 
it doesn't jive well with people. Right, that that right. hurts you. It does. It does. So I was like, it worked out really well. I mean, we just, you know, worked the room together, tag teamed it. And he, he surprisingly attracted every single person that had a motorcycle over to our table. That's a common thing to talk about, though. Guys and their motorcycles. <laughs> Monica does the same thing when it comes to music. I mean, honestly, like Monica, you yeah. know, my, my spouse and all that stuff. I mean, she does such a great job at these events, talking to people and all that stuff. And she does. And, you know, bullshit with people and kind of find common. Like, it's so crucial to have that. That um, and Shout out to her and shout out to Bo. Yeah. But, like, it's so crucial to have that, that strong spouse that lets you kind of do your thing, but doesn't let their shit, doesn't let any shit get in the way. Yeah, absolutely. No, and I've, I've seen her at events. I mean, she... You know, she's a great host, works the room, talks to people, and oh, yeah. makes sure that everything's running smoothly. So she's a great support. But that's a good way to bring people in that way, by, by including the spouses. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think, um, you know, maybe when I first joined the industry, it was not like that. Well, it, was, it was a little different. I mean, of course, I was on the support side, yeah. but, you know, it was very... Uh, I'd say it's a different, it was a different culture yeah. back then. It was a little more like rough and ready sort it's, of things. It's, it's, like, I'm digging the culture now. Yeah, it's, 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 it a, it's a, I love uh, our, our industry, kind of where we're going, because as we said before, we're kind of writing our own playbook. You know, the networking that worked before, the events that worked before, the, uh, the, the, the con- whether it's conference with the, or the, the technology. Absolutely. It's a, new, it's a new game. It's a little different. It's a, it's a lot more inclusive. Yep. Uh, I think, you know, in fact, at a recent contract, we, we changed a six man crew to a six person crew. Look at that. So we're, okay. We're progressive. Okay. A little woke, a little woke <laughs> little, action. Little hashtag woke. A little hashtag woke. <laughs> this, uh, this contract's busting all the wokeness. I like it is. That. It okay. is. I like it. So, you know, it's, it's really going that direction. I, I like it. I enjoy it. Um, and I really like how, how open minded it's. It's been, I do too. It's, yeah. it's, uh, you're seeing a lot more individuals. You yes. know what I mean? Uh, you joke about my long hair, but you're seeing a lot of like CEOs tatted up from the fingernail all the way up to the neck, you know, oh, but yeah. I dig that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. No, our, um, our area manager, he's got like full sleeve, but, but that's, but that's like, what I'm talking about. Like cool. if we're trying to bring in new people in our industry, we're trying to do this and all this stuff yeah. right now, we live in a world of individual. Right, you right. need to be an individual to, I guess, feel a certain way and all that stuff. And I agree with it. You know yes. what I mean? You march to your own beat, yeah. you know, uh, do what makes you happy. So you're seeing this, this new influx of personalities, Absolutely. Of individuals, individuals, and that attracts other people. In our it industry, does. Which it's I not dig. just a boys club. It's not, it's really not. It's not. Yeah, I, so. I, I, and you know what? I, I'm fine trying to put that, put that, uh, stereotype to bed and right. all that stuff. It's not a boys club. It's, it's, it's a people's club. Yeah. You know? And I think, I think the, the you have that mentality of being, just being a boys club or all that stuff. Look, that shit might work in places for a little bit, but at the end of the day, it's 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 moving towards a people's club. Right. If you're absolutely. a good person, if you treat people kindly and you're and you're and you're good to be around, that's what people want. A hundred percent. They don't give a shit what zip code you grew up in. And the what? Oh, okay. Sorry, I <laughs> hey, look, speaking of meetings, speaking of meetings, do you have anything else that you'd like to give uh, oh my our gosh, listeners my... or team right there? Look, the point is First... we're oh. I'll do it. I'll set it up. Yeah. It's your birthday. Okay. Thank you. Not only are you down here, but you also have meetings all over town today. So we need to wrap this up. What give us kind of uh give us top three words of piece of advice that Oh my gosh. Go. All right. Um uh, honest with your customers. Boom. Okay, that's one. Open ended questions. Two. <laughs> and good lunch spots. Good lunch spots. Yeah. What's a good lunch spot? Ooh, I like this place called uh actually this is kind of funny. It's called Urban Eats. Urban Eats. Urban Eats. It's off of um, Washington. Washington. You like it's that like place? it's a brunchy place, more brunch. Okay. 
Um, but what's what's funny is um, it's still it's still good. Uh, services, uh, it's okay. Okay. Um, it used to be. It's kind of funny. It's my uh, it used to be my breakup spot. That's what you took guys to break up with. Yeah, the food was so good, and it you, was a, you get the last free meal. It was a, I did, uh, but it was an enjoyable environment. Um, so you can really have a, any conversation. You a want great there. conversation. Great conversation. Is good food. Everyone's going home with happy tummies. And broken sad, hearts. And sad, broken hearts. Broken hearts. But, all right, so it, but it's there. all good. So I think that's the most important thing out of this entire podcast. If, out there, if you're if, if you're kind of on the fence or someone's not that good spouse, that supportive spouse, or that, that person that you kind of want by your side, take them to Urban Eats and have that happy time. Break their heart that way. Exactly. Well, thanks for coming Doesn't, on, Celeste. Thank and, uh, you for having me. I appreciate me. <laughs> you. Know, I wish you luck and all that stuff. And thank you for being a part of a uh, crew club, by the way. Yeah, thank you. No, I've I've really enjoyed it. Uh, it's a it's a good not only is it a safe space for like operators, but it's a it's a good place to to bring them. I dig it. So that's it's, what it's all about. Absolutely. All right, so let's, let's get you out. Let's get you those meetings, close some deals, and all Ooh, that stuff, and yes. uh, have a happy birthday. Thank you so much. I and we'll talk to you a little bit. Everyone, listen to Energy Crew, and we'll tune talk to you soon. Mm-hmm.